0: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com audio. Visit iXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Dan, very little going on. Ryan Poles is making the rounds, kind of the post-draft victory lap, perhaps. But I do think that officially, on Tuesday, the Bears begin the phase which is Known as Organized Team Activities (OTA), significant, insignificant. This year, any year. What do you think in terms of what's at stake and what's going to be happening this week at Hallis Hall?
3: Yeah, well, so next it'll be next week that, that they'll get going on the practice field on the twenty-third, okay. and then the twenty-third. Three weeks of OTAs, the mini camp ahead. And when you hear from people in the building, they're talking about this being kind of the gelling phase, right? The opportunity to build trust. Uh, with a lot of new faces and a lot of people coming into the program and trying to figure out what everything is all about, and so um, it is an important phase. It's not anything that you're really going to be de- able to detect with your eyes, but there's going to be a feel for the coaches and the players on how quickly this thing can gel together. Um, we know the the, the the new toys that they've gotten Justin Fields uh, to play with. He's going to have to to work on the, the timing and the rapport with those guys. There's a lot to to sort through here as as coaches and players, um, and then obviously the whole goal is to get to training camp at the end of July with a to-do list that is shortened just a little bit, right? So that you can just hit the ground and then start working towards the regular season without having to address a long, long list uh, that that would be daunting in some ways.
2: So I think I got a little ahead of myself because of the announcement that came on Monday afternoon that the Bears were adding a couple coaches to their staff for OTAs. For the part of the Bill Walsh diversity program, they're adding two coaching fellowships, um, two guys that have very familiar names in the yeah. football industry, Eddie George and Randy Shannon. Randy Shannon, former Miami, Miami head coach, has a long, actually well-respected defensive uh, coordinator in the college level. Head coach comes with a lot of cachet, I think, in the college game. And Eddie George, my goodness sakes, this guy can <laughs> sing, he can dance, he can run, he can run you over. He he's so multi talent He's a he's a head coach, right? So. This is somebody who has a lot of talents, a lot of skills, and adding them to the mix is a good way to just expose a couple guys to your program and also make some connections and give them an opportunity to see what you're all about.
3: Yeah, to be clear for our audience, they both have regular coaching jobs. This yeah. is just kind of a spring uh, internship, so to speak. Eddie George is the head coach at Tennessee State. Randy Shannon is the co-defensive code coordinator and the linebackers coach at Florida State. But, but you know, you see those names pop into your email and you go, oh, we've got something here. I was a freshman, David, in Champaign uh, when Eddie George was running all over the Big Ten. And I think he ran for like 397 yards or something against the Illini when I was uh, in my dorm room as a freshman. And I was like, man, this dude is this is a real deal. So he'll, we'll see him up close at Hellas Hall in the next couple of weeks, just a couple of weeks stint for him and Randy Shannon as well, who uh, obviously, as you mentioned, was the coach at Miami and uh, has, has done a lot in the profession over his time. We had the good fortune of having Eddie George in studio at the Mullen Haw show several years ago.
2: I cannot remember exactly what year, but he was in Chicago performing on stage. He was doing a musical. So this is the guy that on his way between – being an NFL running back who gained ho- however many yards, he gained over ten thousand yards, did he not? And his coaching career, who's now the head coach of Tennessee State, he he spent some time in theater. So multi-talented, definitely a charismatic guy. He was def if he wants to hang around as long as possible in <laughs> household. I think it's a good idea. But anyway, so I think I got ahead of myself because they will be observing things and contributing in whatever way. This is all about um, this offseason, getting people on the right page, kind of doing the same things and seeing the continuity from the players who were here last year, incorporating with the new guys who you drafted and signed. So, yeah, that is next week. Uh This week, I think, is all about kind of evaluating what they have and, and what they're looking at. And I think they're still – and what they're still missing. And what they're still missing is an edge rusher. And I think that that's why we'll talk about what Ryan Pohl said when he made the rounds – Uh, On both radio stations last week in Chicago. But Dan, to me, that still seems to be if the next, if we had to guess the next big headline or the next relevant headline, I don't know how big it will be, but I think it would probably involve the Bears adding a, an edge rusher to the mix
3: yeah i think so and you kind of heard it in some of the phraseology that ryan has had and in, in, in saying look like we're obviously not sleeping on this need for our roster there are things that we think we can do to bolster our pass rush in the event that we don't get someone but he sure seemed to indicate that there were avenues that the bears were willing to go down and we're going to go down fairly soon and and so i know uh you know that that that, that catches your ear because everybody's waiting and waiting and waiting to to see what is added to that depth chart next and I think we're all anticipating that sometime soon here, here probably in the month of May something will happen
2: well let's hear what he had to say our good friends at 670 the score uh shared with us this video this audio of Ryan Poles he was on the Bernstein and Holmes show last Friday and of course the topic of What you still don't have came up and this is how Ryan Poles responded to the idea of adding an edge rusher.
0: We'll see. We're working on it. We don't stop working and and looking at different avenues to to bring players in. There's some options, you know, potentially, you know, trade options. There's also, you know, some guys on on the street still that could potentially come in and help us. So we're kind of looking at at everything right now. Maybe something happened sooner rather than later.
2: Hmm. Sooner rather than later. Options that include a trade—I don't remember somebody mentioning a trade. Am I reading too much into that, Dan? Please tell me if I am.
3: Well, no, I, I don't. You think you're reading too much into that? I think it's it's an indicator that that they are active, you know, and they're they are pursuing. Uh, multiple avenues of trying to add some competition depth and talent to this roster. And so that, you know, the phraseology that caught me there was sooner rather than later. And so you would, you would uh, sort of interpret that as, as something has moved forward to some extent where they feel confident enough that a deal can get done either. A straight, that word that Ryan brought up himself is when you go, who, who could it be, you know, and, and you just don't know, you know, there's, there's 31 other guys. I know what every Bears fan out
2: there, or a lot of them heard, was that, okay, Chase Young, Justin Fields, college teammates reunited in the Bears locker room. That's what I think a lot of people wanted to hear,
3: right? And, and I, I mean, I can't dismiss it. I can't dismiss it. You know, these types of things have to uh, to play out before you give them any credence, um, but I can't dismiss it either. And so dream those dreams while the, the dreams are there to be had. Um, look, like we know Ryan came out of the draft saying also that he had looked ahead to the 2024 draft class to to feel out what would be available there and felt really good. You know, the Bears are going to have two first round picks next year. And so the, the, you don't have to go and, and treat this as a be all end all season in 2023 but you do have to add to your roster and and so now we'll see what what materializes
2: the Washington Commanders would obviously want draft compensation in return what do you think the price would be for Chase Young
3: 20 years old
2: he has an injury history that would give you pause if you're the Bears you don't want to mortgage the future or, or give up too much but what is what is reasonable
3: do you think I mean, you would still think that would probably, you know, require at a minimum a two, right? That starting point. I, I think the Commanders could could at least start the the bidding at a one, and then you tack on a couple things to that. I don't know. I don't know what the price tag on that. I don't that know that I'd be. give up a one. I don't know that I'd give up a one. I, would I don't know that I would one. give it up either. I, I know I would ask for it.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I maybe maybe a two, possibly. I would start if I'm the Bears at a third round pick and and think okay. Let's see what they have to you know have to say about that. They would probably want more than that. Maybe you settle on a two, maybe you throw in a future five. I, I don't know, but it would be throwing
3: that extra four that you that you got from the the Eagles for moving down one slot, right?
2: Yeah, I think that's probably where the where you would start in terms of bargaining and negotiating. That's what they um, that, that they could work out. But I, I like the idea if Chase Young is involved in trade talks and they want to, you know identify somebody like that, maybe some risk involved because of his health but also the reward would be immense if he can stay healthy on the field because he's a disruptor and they just don't have that.
3: No, and, th- and that's clearly the biggest area of need going forward. Um, and so, yeah, like as we always say, we'll have to let some of it play out. And then as, as uh, you know developments occur, we'll be able to to dig deeper into it.
2: So Ngakwe is still on the market. Did, did the, Was there a pass rusher that, that was signed over the weekend, I believe, taken off the market, some of the lesser stature? I, I don't think it was somebody at the top of the list. But, uh, but I do believe that uh, the top guys of the available ones, uh, and we just don't know who else they might be talking to in, in terms of trade, still are out there yeah. for the Bears to pursue.
3: You're trying to find value. That's been Ryan's buzzword for, for the, the better part of the last six months. And, and so, you know, you're trying to make it work within what your long-term vision is. And, uh, you know, you give them a chance to, to, to find that, that sweet spot.